Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And welcome, Toronto. I'm Arlene Bynan, sitting in for John Oakley. The next topic is one don't we love it I, do all huge cities around the world sit around talking about their, their transit as much as we do i think we need like to lie on a couch and get get some help but we do we're, we're talking about transit when i came to the city from as you know now the hammer many 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 years ago covering city hall it was all about transit where you know we had to be this international city now we are an international city and all we do, we can't decide subways and nobody makes any decisions and they just kick that can down the road and down the road and down the road. Well, now we have some idea why there is a new report. It's called Mixed Signals and it says Toronto has an alarming, and that's in quotation marks, an alarming lack of transit funding compared to other cities. So how do we feel now? Joining me is Steve Monroe, who's an author and Toronto transit advocate. Steve, welcome. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. It is true. We, we are we like neurotic, Woody Allen neurotic about our transit here in this city. Yeah, well, it's it's kind of. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure Woody Allen is the image I would use, but those, those who know some of their mythology, Sisyphus pushing the rock up the hill, <laughs> yes. and it keeps rolling back down again, and um, that's very much the situation in Toronto. Um, one of the big, you know, it's, it's interesting you say we like to talk about mm-hmm. transit, and of course, politically, it's easy to talk about yeah. transit. What nobody wants to do is pay for it. And usually when we just get to the where we can practically taste it, we can see the light, you know, over the horizon of a, a bus or a streetcar or a subway train coming. There's an election, and someone completely changes their mind and says, "No, no, I want something else." And uh, and we're back to where we. And started. we are, and we love to study it. Oh, well, we the gather well, round with I the have, coffees, ready to discuss. I have, I have a huge bookcase full <laughs> of studies. I, it is. It is a favorite parlor game in the city of Toronto. But there's something about this that really that really hits the mark. It said, you know, we don't have a lot of funding compared to other cities. And it's great because how do other cities do it? Where do they get the money? I know part of this report says as well, the cost of Toronto's monthly pass is higher than comparable cities. Well, if I'm buying a monthly pass every month, I wouldn't be happy to hear that, Steve. Yeah, well, of course, uh, that's part and parcel of the relatively low level of rider subsidy that we get. The reason that other cities can have a cheaper monthly pass is that they get a higher subsidy and that making transit something which is just there that people can use and that a monthly pass would be the preferred method of traveling around, um, you know, that's, that's a political priority. Whereas here, I mean, we... 
we're we're just about to get rid of the pass in the form we know it. It will MetroPass mm-hmm. will disappear at the end of the year to be replaced by Presto. And I remember in 1980 when we first got the MetroPass. Now it's ironic you're talking about where you came from. Mm-hmm. The reason Toronto finally got a monthly pass, they kept saying, "Oh, it will never work here." And then Hamilton got one, and they went, and it was like. Okay, if Hamilton... There's no way that tiger cat Oski Wee Wee City's getting a pass and we don't have one. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, that's, that's the back... That's the kind of thing... I mean, this goes back decades where... Um, it's, you know, let's try not to give away any money to any, you know, riders. I mean, I've, I've been at TTC meetings where you have management and mm-hmm. members of the commission who basically regard people who have passes as freeloaders who should be paying more to ride the TTC. Wow. I mean, that's the kind of attitude you have. And so it's no surprise that the pass is priced high here compared to every other city. So it's not just the funding. It's our thinking about it in the, in the same way, Steve? I, I or, think, that, I think yeah. they're, they're you know, opposite sides of the same coin mm-hmm. because you've got the political people who are responsible for setting the funding level have a mindset mm-hmm. that works against increasing funding. Um, you know, another issue that we have, uh, you know, another issue with another topic where we're going to talk about in this interview is the unveiling of a nice new bus today. Mm-hmm. And one of the important things the TTC neglects to mention is, yes, we're getting a whole bunch of nice new buses. Hybrid electric hybrid, buses. Lovely, wonderful new green yeah. buses. Great stuff. There's only one problem. The new buses that we're getting are, for the most part, replacing old buses that we have. So the total size of the fleet doesn't change. The number of bus, the amount of service that you can provide doesn't change. And this is a result of of decisions that have uh, constrained the growth, growth of the bus fleet. Uh, we all know the problem on the streetcar system where because we waited so long to replace them and they're falling apart and now we're waiting for Bombardier. Mm-hmm. So we're just one. getting like new furniture, replace the old furniture. We're, we're not... Getting, we're getting new furniture, replace yeah. the old furniture, but what we really need is a bigger apartment. <laughs> we need a bigger apartment with lots more furniture in it so that everybody can use it. Where are these other cities getting their money? Where are they getting their funding from? Well, uh, it varies. In, in some cases, it is just out of general municipal revenues. Some cities have dedicated tax streams, like a sales tax, which they have imposed on themselves to pay for transit. In some cases, it's going to pay for operating costs, so it's part of the cost of services borne out of a local sales tax. In some cases, the the tax is going to help pay for uh, 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 capital expansion. Uh, building new lines, that sort of thing. Uh, of course, there are various funding schemes in different provinces and in the United States for both state and federal money coming in uh, to fund projects. And I suppose one of the, one of the issues here, for example, is that the uh, the capital projects. The province mm-hmm. and the feds show up routinely, you know, with buckets of money mm-hmm. if you want to build something new, like the Spadina subway extension that we just opened mm-hmm. a year ago. But they're not so fast to come to the table to just fund day-to-day stuff. And how would that happen? How do you do that? I mean, Steve, uh, you've well, been sitting I, I, around I, I, those the meetings. Prov- the province yeah. used to pay, um, it, well, it depended on whether what kind of project, but from half to three quarters of the cost of, of cat, a TTC capital projects, things like buying new buses and rebuilding track and stuff like that. And basically, when Mike Harris was elected in the mid-'90s, the province bailed out of supporting TTC capital and uh, only got back in in a small way. We get a bit of gas tax revenue from the province, about, and of that, about half 
goes to capital work. But it's tiny compared to the amount the city has to carry on its own hook. And the result the city has, and this is not just in transit, the city has a backlog of work that should be being done, but isn't because there's no money to pay for it. And, you know, it's the same story. It was years ago, you know, when I was just getting in the business and I covered, I remember going to those transit meetings and sitting there and they would serve their coffee in China cups. Do oh, they still you, do that? You, you remember the China <laughs> cups? Do. Yes, the commissioners got China, and the management of oh, the press got earthenware, and the members of the public uh, got styrofoam. So there was this very. Oh, I, I think I, I don't know what it was. I just I busted for it, and I I had China. I have to say, oh, I do remember getting China. Oh well, I got some special treatment there. I guess. All right, what does this mean? It's another study, but it really kind of opens our mindset on this. This is about politicians, but or is this about you know, voters get what they want? As far as I'm concerned, yeah, it's it's well, yeah. It's, it's basically saying, look, you know, Toronto, uh, Toronto likes to pat itself on the back for having such a great transit system, and in some ways, you know, against immense odds, we do manage to carry, you know, a lot of people on a mm-hmm. system that works pretty well, but should be a lot better. Um, it's ironic. One of the things I've noticed lately is that the transit system of the year, 2017, decals have mm-hmm. disappeared off of the subway cars. <laughs> but there's some cars where yeah. there's kind of a ghostly presence still visible. It's like the ghost of Christmas past. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's nice to get awards for stuff. But uh, uh, meantime, there are people who legitimately say, hey, I can't get on the bus. I can't get on the streetcar. I can't get on the subway train. Do something. All right. Let me just ask you, you know, one of the things I said, kick the down the road would this happen politically if 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 a politician could brag about it would this happen politically if it wasn't just somebody's problem for a few years well um, I think there's you know, there's lots of bragging possible um, mayor Tory has bragged about a number of, of cases where he's provided funding for the TTC. Uh, when he was first elected four years ago, he came in and said, oh my God, Rob Ford's cut service, you know, mm. more than he should have, and I'm going to put put it back. Well, we put some of it back, but we weren't able to put all of it back because we don't have enough vehicles to put it all back. And there has never been a report saying, well, you know, we really should have, you know, X percent more than we're running, but we, we can't afford to run it. And so, the the incentive to get out there and have your photograph taken is is tempered by uh, if you got to pay for it. Well, then you not you're now up against the oh my god we're not going to raise your taxes. And there you go. And they're saying don't raise the taxes. Yeah. You're not going to be that crummy kind of a you know, council and, and a mayor and it's, on it's, the yeah. It's in a tricky political right. situation because I mean Toronto. Um, now it varies whether you're downtown or in suburban Toronto proper or out in the 905. The, one of the, the figures that is in in the mixed signals report is that Toronto has the highest riding uh, habit, which is to say the number of rides per person that and, are taken. Every and clearly, that is something to brag and that, about. And that's something to brag about. Yeah, but, but, even, but even then that number, and and then you've also got the, in terms of the number of, um, the percentage of trips that are taken by transit is the highest in Toronto. All right, so we'll cheer ourselves in this. under 30%. 
Yeah. So there's a whole pile of people who don't take transit. And when you say, hey, I'm going to raise your taxes to pay for a new bus line or whatever, they say, hey, wait a minute. that doesn't Yeah, they just absolutely go crazy about. And then we've done a full circle. Steve Monroe, author and Toronto Transit Advocate. Thank you, Steve. You are very welcome. All right. Short break. And we're going to return Arlene Bonin in for John Oakley. This is Global News Radio 640 Toronto.